Welcome to the 6 Minute Abs podcast. My name is Abby, aka 6 Minute Abs, and I will be your host along this fitness and wellness journey. Join me as I share the ups and downs of my personal wellness ride and shed light on some exciting, adventurous, and at times outrageous health topics. The show does not intend to offer any medical advice. I only aim to provide entertainment and to inform. You should always consult a registered doctor before beginning any treatment or on any topic that concerns your physical and mental health and well-being. Furthermore, you will not achieve a full set of abs in six minutes. Believe me, I've tried. Hey everybody, it's me, 6 Minute Abs, and I'm back here again this week with a super interesting guest. I have got Sarah Ezzedine from HFPA Fitness Academy, and I am so excited to chat to you just about everything that you guys have to offer and why certificates in fitness are so important. So, Sarah, could you just say hi to everyone for me? Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sarah and I will be chatting about, as I said, all of the courses that HFPA has to offer. First of all, can I just ask, what does HFPA stand for? So HFPA stands for Health and Fitness Professionals Academy. So HFPA, yeah. So we've been around for over 40 years. Um, We are a higher education institution. We offer courses um, for individuals who are looking at growing and developing um, their careers in the health and fitness industry. Um, So you can either work towards becoming an internationally recognized personal trainer. Um, You can take it further and, you know, become an exercise specialist and further specialize in the field. And we also offer a whole bunch of continuing education courses so that you can continuously upskill yourself in the field. Oh, okay. Brilliant. That sounds really, really cool. So, say, could you tell me why it is so important for personal trainers to have qualifications? So, it's really important for a personal trainer to have a proper qualification uh, because essentially if you don't have one you're already limiting yourself to immediate uh, job opportunities within the industry especially in the country so a lot of the industry employers and a lot of the big commercial gyms and most of the gyms will not hire personal trainers if they don't have any formal education or a proper qualification so you're essentially required to get a qualification that is registered with the correct governing authority um, and the governing board for exercise professionals so that you're you know able to offer your services you know at that correct standard and you'll be deemed and seen as more professional um, in the industry okay so i think that's really interesting what you just said there the fact that um the job market kind of looks at it but I, I, I can't, you know, I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but I mean, I've never asked a personal trainer for their qualifications. So is that wrong on my part? Should I be more aware of what my trainer is offering? I wouldn't say it's wrong. I mean, because nobody knows that they have to ask, but I do feel it is important to ask these questions because anybody can claim to be a coach or anybody can claim to be a personal trainer, but they're basing it, you know, they're basing their services on their experience and, you know, based on maybe a transformation they've gone through. But I mean, it doesn't count until you have that proper qualification. And even if you start with a basic qualification that will still allow you to become competent and, you know, will allow you to train those in the field at 
at a in a safe and effective manner so essentially you're dealing with you know you're dealing with people's bodies and if, if you're unable to understand you know how to apply you know what you've learned and you know now you're hurting your clients you know you can get into to trouble so if you're someone that's looking for a personal trainer yes i do think it is important to ask the, that question and ask what they're qualified in to ensure that you you know you're investing in, in in someone that's actually an expert in the field and knows what they're talking about and they're not just talking a bunch of hogwash and you know putting cookie cutter programs together you know you want you want someone who who knows what they're doing yeah you don't want to fly by night charlatan none of that. <laughs> no, no time for that. <laughs> okay, so say can you tell me what the difference is between a, a personal trainer and a fitness instructor? So, personal trainers and fitness instructors, you know, both work in a gym environment, but there is a slight difference between the two. So, a fitness instructor is essentially qualified to help clients with their programs on the gym floor. So they are there to ensure that they are using the exercise equipment safely and that they're performing exercises in a correct and safe manner. So they are not allowed to design exercise programs or train clients on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So they don't have that skill set, but they can start off with that and then work up to becoming a personal trainer. So now a personal trainer has the competency, has the qualification to actually um you know take what they've learned in the anatomy and physiology and apply it and um design exercise programs uh, for the individual looking at achieving a specific fitness goal um so they also have a you know quite a bit of knowledge in how to assess the clients and how to apply you know the results into their program and you know how do you set smart goals for your clients and they also provide nutritional guidelines um so that they're able to better their results while doing the program. Um, so essentially, if you if you are unsure if you want to commit uh, to becoming a full-time personal trainer and you're not too sure if it's for you, normally students would start with fitness instructor and then if they really enjoy it and they love it and they really feel like they could grow and they want to commit full-time, then they can go on and register to study any of the personal training qualifications that we offer and increase your scope of practice as well as your earning potential. You never want to limit yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. So that's actually an awesome segue into my next question for you, which is if someone is just completely sure of themselves because they're lucky and they know what they want to do after school, <laughs> but yeah, if someone yeah. <laughs> really wants to get into personal training, what would be the best um, qualification for them to get from you guys? So we offer three different types of personal training qualifications. So the first one we offer is the basic personal training certification. This is an occupational skill set um, skill certificate. So this will give you the skills um, to start training clients already. And this is one of the shortest and quickest ways of becoming um, a personal trainer. Then you have the National Certificate in Fitness, which is our full personal training program. Um, it's a slightly longer than the basic personal training course, uh, but only because there's a lot more course content covered um, and also you walk away with you know, more credits. So that means that your scope of practice is a lot bigger than that of someone who just does the basic personal training course. And also you can articulate yourself easier onto the second year, uh, which will give you the National Diploma and fitness. So now the national diploma in fitness, that is where you begin to specialize um, and take on clients who have special considerations 
um, and are in specific unique situations like someone who's pregnant or someone who is you know in their youth um, or you know you're dealing with the elderly client and these are you know really popular um, sectors to work in um, in the fitness industry if you are looking at specializing further. Um, and then we have, so those, so the National Certificate and National Diploma in Fitness, those are our CAPSITA courses, okay? So now we have the higher education programs, which I, in my opinion, is the best, best qualification to start with because higher education um, follows, uh, you know, follows a particular standards for high quality learning, plus, um, because it's higher education, you can actually go on to the NQF level six, which is our highest qualification um, that we offer here at HFPA. And from there, you can further yourself onto a university degree program. So that pathway, um, you know, is 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 really nice because then you get to expand into a degree. You know, the higher qualification you have, the more knowledge you accumulate, and the better, you know the better equipped you are, I suppose, is, is the, the better word for it. So in my opinion, the highest certificate in exercise science, that's our best qualification because it's high education. It allows for better career opportunities. And, you know, the quality of, of learning is a lot higher than that compared to the, the other uh, programs. Okay. And that will still qualify you as a personal trainer and it covers sports conditioning um, and all that. It's just the name is is different because it's it's part of it, a different accredita accrediting body. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. And then for someone who doesn't really know what they want to get into, but really loves fitness, do you guys offer like a general course? Would that be your, your NQF5 certificates that you give for the basic personal training? Yeah. So if someone, like I mentioned, if someone is unsure that they want to enter the fitness industry as a professional, they can start with the fitness instructor course, or, oh, okay, yes, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. But there's also another option that I'd like to present. So we have recently launched our public interest courses. So now our public interest courses are courses for the public, essentially. So for those who don't, who just want to learn about, you know, specific things for themselves. So we do have a course called Personal Training Fundamentals. And that teaches you everything that a personal trainer would learn, but it doesn't include, you know, all the assessments and, you know, all the requirements. So you're simply doing the course for yourself. So now that would also be a nice way of introducing to what being a personal trainer is. And if you do enjoy it, you can upskill and get a proper, you know, accredited qualification from there. So there's, there's a lot of ways that you can try and kind of, you know, you know, enter the fitness field. You don't have to always start with a personal training course if you're not sure. So you can start with either the public interest course or you can start with fitness instructor or generally you can start with any of the other courses that don't really have a requirement. So if it's something that you really enjoy, you can say, you know what, I'm ready to take it to the next step. So another set of courses that you guys offer, um, delve into nutrition. So I was just a bit curious to find out a little bit more about those courses. And also, um, could you explain to me what the difference is between a dietitian versus a nutritionist? Okay, yeah. That's, when I saw that question, I was like, hmm, very interesting <laughs> question, a very good question, because anyone can claim to be a nutrition expert or a nutritionist. And I think, or, or even like, you know, they, they think studying nutrition means you're a dietitian, yeah. which is completely 
not the case. Um, but at HFPA, we offer a whole range of nutrition qualifications, which are done online. So very flexible way of learning. You can start any time of the year. And it ranges from, you know, learning about the basics of nutrition to um, understanding the holistic side of eating. So using food and supplements to heal the body. Um, so we also include um, wow. courses that specialize in vegetarian sports nutrition, sports nutrition, weight management. We've got a nutritional therapist course, which is our most in-depth nutrition course. Um, it's, it's all the way from the UK. It's a fantastic course. Um, I mean, study for three years, it's, it's intense, but I mean, it's because the information you get, it's, it's so in-depth and you really walk away with such a high qualification um, that you know, you're able to apply this and excel in this field. But the, the difference between a dietitian and, and a nutritionist lies within the scope of practice and the legalities, right? So okay. a dietitian, for example, they have to at least have a bachelor's degree and then they do like a postgraduate program. And I know that they have to complete exams um, for health boards. So they become a part of a health board. So I think here in, in SA, it's the HSPCA. Um, so you can join that board. It's kind of like reps reps for us. I don't know if you've heard about reps, but they're the, the governing board for fitness professionals. This is yeah. a governing and, and regulating board for health professionals in South Africa. So they have to join that board and they do like a whole bunch of exams. Um, and they have to accumulate a certain amount of points in order for them to kind of keep their membership. Most importantly, dietitians provide eating plans for healthy individuals and for those who are sick or have some sort of a medical condition. They can also change um, the diets according to the medication that they're on. So dietitians for me are more clinical, clinical in practice. A nutritionist, um, it's not... See, anyone can use the word nutritionist, you know, yeah. but what, you know, what is nutritionist? So nutritionists are only able to advise. So they can't design eating plans for the individual. So unless you get a degree in dietetics, you can only advise your clients. So it's okay. not as clinical. You're helping people live a better life or achieve specific goals through specific nutrition guidelines. Okay, okay so that for me would be the major difference. But the courses we offer allow you to advise. So you're not you're not really designing eating plans. But if you do the nutritional therapist course, um, you can do you can design eating plans with that qualification because it's you know obviously a lot more in depth and it's a three year program. Um, but otherwise, with the rest of the qualifications, you can simply just advise. Yeah. Are you tired of looking like a frump when heading off to the gym? Are you stopping traffic with your outfit on your morning jog for all the wrong reasons? If you, like me, are tired of recycling your old promo t-shirts as gym wear, you need to take a look at Athleisure HQ range. These guys stock everything your gym bunny heart could want or desire. From fantastic leggings which literally feel like a second skin and trust me, they really, really do. To amazing gym wear for him, you can find it all here. For all you South Africans out there, isn't it great to know that these products are locally manufactured in Cape Town? But if you're an overseas listener, don't stress, they can organize international shipping just for you. All the designs at Athleisure HQ are nature inspired, leaving you feeling absolutely zen in your gear. I just picked up the Blossom Cropsy set and my gosh is it stunning. 
None of the garments have exposed elastic, which would leave your skin feeling irritated. In the same right, you won't have to worry about any irritating labels. All the usual label info is incorporated in the fabric. Furthermore, you can wash, wear and live in your garments without ever having to worry about them. You don't have to worry about them fading and you don't have to worry about them becoming washed out and dull. Go on, spoil yourself with these amazing products and get 10% off while doing so. Yep, you heard right. I managed to rustle up a code for all of my listeners to help you get the gear that's perfect for you. When you check out, use my code ABBY-A9F5KQ6G. That's ABBY-A9F5KQ6G. Once that's in, you're basically all set. So now go on, get, go! Go spoil yourself and look amazing in the process. Okay, cool. And then would you be able to transition from your nutritionist um, qualifications into a degree for dietetics? So it depends. Um, So if you do, let's say, the three-year program, um, you can possibly carry on those credits. Um, it, It really depends on which university institution you go to. So every university has their specific set of requirements. You know, their dietetics program probably has a set of requirements. So it's always best to... Um, to just get in touch with the university or college you want to further your education in and speak to them about, you know, possibly doing that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Brilliant. All right. So do you think that personal trainers should actually have a basic nutrition qualification as well? 100%. I mean, there's no doubt that, you know, nutrition plays an important role, no matter what your goals are. And it would aid your client's results better and it would accelerate the results you know knowing that you understand how to advise and give proper guidelines to your clients but um, because we understand the importance of this there's already a nutrition module included um, in the personal training qualifications yeah so it just gives you the essentials of nutrition basically so it gives you the fundamentals on you know how to eat correctly you know macronutrients what is a carbohydrate what's the importance of that you know, how to, how to actually advise your clients and, you know, on, on, you know, how to design a healthy plate, you know, that kind of stuff. But if you want something a little bit more in depth, then you can look at our other online courses, or you can look at the UK diploma courses um, that, which are the more homeopathic, homeopathic um, nutrition courses. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys offer, I know you mentioned for your nutritional studies, you've got online courses, but are all of your courses correspondence? Are you able to do all of them via correspondence or do you have like one course where you have to come in? So for our main qualifications, we offer various modes of study that the student can choose from. So it just depends on their schedule and their learning preferences. So for example, um, we have a full-time intake. Um, it, you know, it's, it's advised for the school leaver to attend the more full-time classes because you're coming into classes on a daily basis for the academic year. So that means a lot of exposure to your peers and your tutor, you know, you're getting immediate feedback. Um, it's a lot more guided. And because it's, it's over a year, um, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the modules and chapters are taught slowly so that you're not rushing everything. You know what I mean? So it's a lot more guided. And plus you get free courses and all that jazz. 
but then we have a part-time option for those who have um, full-time job commitments. So part-time are Saturday classes, and then we have the distance learning option, which is a lot more flexible because you can start whenever you want. There are support workshops that are always included in the distance course. And then we have the online option where let's say, for example, you live you absolutely live in the middle of nowhere and you're like, I can't get to a campus. What do I do? So you choose the online option um, where there are no workshops included and you don't have to stress about coming to the campus. The student can then refer to the online student portal for additional resources, you know, like recorded lectures and videos and all that stuff to enhance their learning experience. Yeah. Okay, so it just really depends. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay, this is like a personal question that I've just been wondering about. <laughs> and that <Okay>. is, <laughs> how much of a personal trainer course is uh, practical based and how much is theoretical? And, you know, with your correspondence learners, how do you do the prax with them? So like I mentioned, with the, the distance learning program, we have, an, we have an option for students to attend practical workshops on the weekends. Okay, so these okay. workshops run in cycles. So we have about, let's say, three cycles that run in the year. So whenever you start, so let's say you start in March, you'll then look at attending the workshops, the cycle of workshops in June. And then you'll see when you get a calendar, so you'll get a calendar for this, you'll see how the workshops are structured. So a bit of it is theory, but most of it is practical. And obviously, if you have any questions regarding a specific chapter or anything about the course you don't understand, you can bring those questions to the workshops um, and you can have your tutor answer them for you. But I mean, most of the time, it is it is very practically demanding. Um, I mean, especially with a course like personal trainer, you have to be able to apply yourself confidently and successfully because you are handling and dealing with clients at the end of the day. So we need to see that you understand how to perform the exercises. We need to, we need to see that you understand how to assess your clients correctly. Um, we need to see that you're able to communicate with your clients effectively um, and so on and so forth. So practical does play a big, big role in the course. Okay, cool. Um, now I'm just going to slip in a sneaky little question that wasn't in my list. Ooh. I'm very sorry about Ooh. that. <laughs> no, I, think I like it is sneaky something... questions. Oh, good. <laughs> I think it is something really, really important for people who are considering going into personal training to know. And that is a little bit about um, the insurance that personal trainers should take out. Could you tell me a little bit about that and what that is? So insurance is just getting cover, but you need to, you have to register with reps. So reps, not only do they allow you to, to work overseas. So once you become a member with reps, it does come with a lot of benefits, but obviously the most important one is that you can get insured with them. So the, so you'd have to actually contact reps yourself and apply through them and see what their insurance covers are like and then you can kind of choose which one suits you so yeah okay basic and that just holds a, a trainer not liable for a for a client who's hurt themselves right yeah yeah exactly it could be in a gym environment it could be you know when they're training somewhere else so who like who is liable who isn't um okay. so that you don't get into trouble <laughs> keeps you safe yeah yes okay okay 
All right. And now this is this question is really, really interesting for me because I actually land in this special population. So could you tell me more about the special population clients and what it means to train a special population person? Cool. So a special population client basically requires a greater level attention more so than a general, generally healthy client would. So they may have either a physical condition or a physical ailment of some sort, or they have a medical condition, or it could be someone who is, you know, who has different physiological processes than someone who's, let's say, normal. I know that came out wrong, but what I mean is, so for example, a child, um, you know, they have different um, different goals and different needs that you need to consider. Um, I mean, you're not going to make a five-year-old train like a 20-year-old, for example, or you're not going to let a five-year-old train like an 80-year-old. So, you know, with five-year-old, you got to make the training fun. You got to focus on, you know, functional training and motor skill development and that kind of stuff. Whereas with an 80-year-old, you know, also need to focus on functional strength and just, you know, improving basic movements because yeah. as you get older your structures start to break down so you know you get become uncoordinated you lose your balance so a lot of that changes how are you going to program um, so that it suits that special population uh, clients so if you want to specialize further you start with a personal training qualification first so that you get the fundamentals right and then you go on to specializing. So you can either go into the advanced certificate in exercise science, or you can go into the national diploma in fitness, or you can okay. do any of the continuing education programs that we offer online. Yeah. Okay, cool. Can I just say one thing? So talking about five-year-olds, recently we went away with the whole family and my brother's kids came along and his son is six. And Tim did one of my workout sessions with me. That child... He was the best motivation I've ever had. So guys, if oh, you really? want to train, get a kid with you. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they've got a lot of, a lot, a lot of energy. So yes, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Of, yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, my point is, you know, every, everyone's different generally, but then if you're dealing with someone, you know, maybe they have arthritis, like, what are you going to do? How, I mean, you're, gonna, you're not going to make them train like a bodybuilder if they've got arthritis and are frail. Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean so it's about it's important to distinguish um what kind of client you're dealing with so that you can safely and effectively um uh, make the program safer for them okay and they can still achieve their goals and, and whatnot yeah all right okay i just want to check one thing quickly special pop does include like people with like accidents previously or so it... what do you mean like sorry <laughs> so like Injuries. Injuries. Okay, right. Good question. Um, so it is outside of a, a personal trainer scope of practice to deal with someone who has had a previous injury or is currently dealing with an injury. If they've had a previous injury, they would need to refer the client to a professional just to give them, you know, the clear to, you know, so that. I mean, you can even get in touch with that health professional and say, listen, I'm going to train Bobby here. He's got so and so. I know you've assessed him and you've you know, you've spoken to him and stuff, what, um, what exercises should I stay away from? What should I focus on? That kind of thing. So that's, that networking is super important because then you can start referring clients if they've had a previous injury, just to clear them. If the doc says, cool, they're ready to go, then you can start training them. Okay, brilliant. All right. So I'm kind of special pop, but not really guys. <laughs> 
what what happened are you okay <laughs> oh no i'm fine don't worry i broke my neck 10 years ago so oh shoot okay yeah, oh, so wow. certain things i'm not allowed to do my surgeon told me that yeah. i'm never allowed to play rugby again because i had such a promising uh, future in rugby oh no i didn't really i'm joking oh oh my gosh i'm like <laughs> you I'm got so me Ab. <laughs> you got me i'm like oh no this is this is not an interview anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry yeah, but uh, basically I was told uh, I can't do any contact sports and that kind of thing. So I was like, ah, nuts, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it happens, it happens. Okay, so we've spoken about all of your qualifications, but just one more time just to um, send the message home. What is the highest qualification that you guys offer again? So it's the NQF Level 6. It's the Advanced Certificate in Exercise Science. And that, uh, that qualification follows on from the NQF5, which is the highest certificate in exercise science. It's probably one of our most sought after courses. I mean, I even did, I even did the course and it was brilliant. Oh, wow. um, so if you're looking at, yeah, if you're looking at further specializing, this is definitely the best course for you because it covers um, a whole range of special population clients from those with diabetes, um, you know, those who have Parkinson's, HIV, AIDS, disabilities, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it really broadens the scope of practice. And you never know, you know, you, you'll find what you want to specialize in. You'll find your niche eventually. But it's it's important to, to get as much knowledge as possible. I, I believe a personal trainer can never be overqualified. Because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to dealing with, you know, different types of clients in the industry and you won't limit yourself. Yeah. You know? Oh, definitely. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. So that's, so that's that. Yeah. Okay. So finally, if people want to enroll with you guys or find you online, where can they do so? So, uh, so you need to check out our website. So I'll give you our website. It's www.hfpa. .co.za. Um, we also have, so you'll find our email on there and our head office number. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, just look up HFPA Academy. Um, and then on Instagram, it's HFPA underscore Academy. Awesome. And guys, if you want to get in touch with me during the week, you can do so on Instagram, which is six underscore minute underscore abs. You can hit me up on Twitter, which is six minute abs. You can send me a Gmail, which is sixminuteabs at gmail.com, or you can go check out the blog, which is sixminuteabs.com. But say thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you. It was awesome. I had a good time. Yeah, and I'll see everybody next week. So bye. <laughs>